my goodness, we are back for another episode of On the Bench with Beaks. This week is super freaking special. We've been building it up for the last few episodes. We are live here at Edge Ice Arena at the Dog Nation Hockey Foundation Dog Bowl 10 Ice Hockey Tournament. Woo -woo. I am your humble host, Cody Beekman, and I am joined as always by Daniel Beatty. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello. I've got Keith Sanders. Hello, everyone. And I've got Ross Mormeyer. Let's get it on. Well, this week we've got a lot going on. Like uh, it's 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 incredible. Like we've only been here for a few hours, and it's just going crazy. So we're gonna break down a lot of this episode in probably different ways but i hope you guys enjoy it yeah how, do you, how have you guys enjoyed the tournament so far oh man i mean this is crazy guys like i mean i'm sure people can hear the atmosphere right behind us it's yeah. loud oh, yeah. it's crazy we're playing hockey you can hear the ice you can hear the puck man like this is just fucking phenomenal it's it's good talking to you boys but like 15 feet away from me i got will butcher and troy terry taking the ice right now and that's some pretty skillful hockey happening 15 feet from me i'm pretty stoked about that i get to watch that all week easy there danny boy you're getting me hot and heavy with troy <laughs> terry there bud this thing is huge and so you know uh, look, unfortunately we're not going to have any hockey day in history but we are going to go through a little bit of like the weekend we're going to be here talking to a lot of incredible people. And we just got a goal scored there you right go. behind us. That's, there you go. That's Get incredible. some. Get some. Oh, hey, oh. There we go. Got the goal. <laughs> That's incredible timing, man. That is beautiful. We brought the horn. That's coming with us. So we got, a, we got a, 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 a amazing people coming up and talking to us tonight. But let's talk about the exhibition in the NHL real quick. So we've had every... NHL team that is in the NHL playoffs. Who do you guys think is looking good? Oh God. Um, I would. The Avs looked immaculate. I'm sorry. Like I'm gonna go out there and throw that out there, but um, also another team that I liked that came right out of the right out of the shoot was Washington. Oh my goodness, that in Philadelphia, it's like a tie, because they came out just shooting from the hip, getting everything that they needed to get, and just, you know, doing what they needed to do, which is win some hockey. Philly's on a fast track. Uh, Keats, what do you got there, bud? I mean, I was going to say, guys, even um, the Wild, when they played the Avs, I mean, the Wild, they're not... You know, they haven't, they're not known for being this great team, but they kept up with the Avs. They really did. I mean, yeah. uh, bringing it close, three to two, they, and uh, working a lot from the pa uh, the, pa uh, the penalty kill. They didn't look very bad, and we know how visceral the Avalanche power play can be. Right. And I mean, there were a lot of penalties in that game. Yeah. Oh, God. Too many. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I enjoyed watching a lot of the power play units working. And um, we saw that, you know, with Ovechkin, you know, in his office and taking care of business and stuff like that. Uh, 
I, I, I was listening to Anson Carter kind of call the game a little bit. and uh, Yeah, oh, well, Anson, he's always got a good grip on hockey. I, I liked his assessment. He was like, you know, I give these guys like a seven and a half, and this was the Philly-Pittsburgh game, and I, I got to agree with him. Like, you know, playoff hockey is kind of my favorite thing to watch on television, like not just a certain TV show. Like, it's fucking awesome watching the same hockey at a – faster level and just and, giving it all and, and, and higher they're, they're, stakes there, yeah they're, they're holding so. off a little bit they want to stay healthy they want to go into this with a bang but i saw good product out there on the ice i did not see three months off agreed uh agreed. well you know I'm, I'm i'm gonna disagree slightly with you daniel okay um when i was watching the tampa bay lightning Ooh. uh florida panthers game that kind of <laughs> Oh, there, there, there's the laugh right there. Uh, I mean, a five to zero, a five to zero game. I mean, uh, Tampa doesn't even have Steven Stamkos or Victor Hedman in the lineup at all, and they still bring down a five, uh, a five zero win. But, yeah. And, and and not to mention as well. And um, I've been uh, I've been trying to keep everybody everybody up on the Instagram sphere with like, you know, game summaries. And I'm sure, sorry today, I I'm lacking. We've had a lot to do today. But another game that I was very surprised with was uh, Chicago Blackhawks and St. Louis Blues. Oh God! Chicago coming in and playing and beating the Blues four to zero. The Blues didn't look like they even they had they didn't belong at no, all. No, they were completely in no. still in in practice scrimmage mode. And you know what? I, I you know I know it's exhibition, and I'm not going to harp on them too much. But uh, like I said in the notes. Uh, you're supposed to be a big swinging dick here. <laughs> you know, you 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 gotta come in at least with a wrecking ball and make a fucking statement right away. Well, and I just did not see that in St. Louis. And that's yeah. the same with Burakovs, uh, 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 with Bob when he came out there for the uh, the Florida Panthers. Bob, like he let in five goals, dude. Like, and you know that that's the thing about Bob. That's that, that's not a new thing with, no. him with Florida. That, but, that's been all year. Yeah, it has been all year. Kind of sucks getting some different D behind you, eh, Bob? Oh, well, you know, what's unfortunate, though, is that, I mean, the Florida Panthers went out and uh, acquired Anton Strollman. Anton Strollman is one of the, the most visceral defensemen out there well, right now. He was. Well, yeah, well, I mean, he did play a lot with Hedman. But Strowman has always been a very strong defenseman. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yep. maybe you need a little bit more than that. Where was, where was any of Florida's top two lines in that scoring? Game? Obviously nowhere. Oh, nowhere. Five nothing. And uh, I, I want to bring this into light too. The, uh, the New York Rangers and New York Islanders game. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, the Islanders played a typical New York Islanders game. Strong, uh, resp- uh, responsible defense. Strong, uh, strong on the puck at all times. Where was Mika Zibanejad? Where was Artemi Panarin, a heart front runner? No. Where was Chris Kreider? You know, Capo so Caco. I mean, and Capo Caco, he was minus two yep. and had two penalty minutes. Oh yeah. So that's 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 a bit of a worry if you're uh, the New York Rangers right now. Well, especially when John, uh, when uh, Boychuk comes out there and just starts rocking. I mean, not a decent guy, but I mean, he just starts rocking the blocks out of the guy. 
Well, the, I mean, the tilt with uh, Brandon Lemieux and Johnny Boychek. That's what it was, was yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it was, it was a close quarters fight, but I mean, it's good to see that those kind of like high energy players are uh, finding intensity without the uh, without the the crowd to get get, get behind. And that's what I'm getting at. But it, it was just nice to see because who's gonna draw a boy like Boychuk? Like seriously, yeah, he's an old just like. I'm not gonna say a dinosaur because that's just rude. Oh, he's but still got, he's, he's just—he's an old veteran that knows what the hell he's doing. Absolutely, and I mean he's always been a responsible player, mm-hmm. and he can mix it up. So this what—this is what leads me into my next question for you, boys. How uh, how do you think these players are actually gonna uh, you know sway, gain momentum without the crowds and a lot of noise going on? How do you think these players can overcome and uh, gain a lot of, like, intensity in these uh, playoffs? Man, hard to say, man. But um, I feel like it's, I mean, these exhibition games, whatever you want to call them, you know, it's probably like a good stepping stone for them to be like, okay, this is how it's going to be. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I I think when it comes down to it, man, they're there for a certain reason. Uh, as sad as it sounds, it doesn't matter if there's fans or no fans. Uh, they're there to do a job. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think I think most of those guys have that mindset, you know, and, and, and they're just going to go with it. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, I mean, uh, well, everything that you mentioned, Cody, um, the guys just got to freaking clean off some rust man i mean they all absolutely I yeah mean, i mean the good example was we i mean we already mentioned the whole avalanche uh wild game like holy shit the penalties you know in a in a normal normal situation you wouldn't see that and you know and oh and, no and i really I, and i honest to god i do blame the huge um timeout that we had why oh yeah you know the guys are i i'm sure they're nervous you know shaky this is different and and, but I, well, I guess what I'm trying to say, give it some time, yeah, and and they'll adjust to the normal normal NHL type of what we were used to seeing. Well, and of know. course, and I don't want to be too uh, too hard on these teams uh, for all those reasons. What were you gonna say there, well, Ross? Well, I mean, it's like watching a fresh uh, new deer just get like feet underneath it, like all over again, because they know what the hell they need to do. But one foot's going one way, the other foot's going the other. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, which but, are, how do you think? Uh, how do you think they can uh, kind of overcome all that kind of stuff so quickly and uh, just uh, you know get back to like uh, I mean playoff mentality intensity? Well, honestly, I think that what helped them out was just doing their stay-at-home like practices and stuff like they did. Kind of like oh. I don't have to go and do this, but I'm going to make it part of my regimen to keep up with the game anyways. That's how you have guys like Kale McCarr making hits like he did the other night. True, yeah. And, like, stepping up huge. And, I mean, you've even seen, like, Shin and all those guys on the Flyers. I mean, even, like, you've got Kane. I mean, as old as he is, I mean, he's getting up huge veteran on the actual Blackhawks he's saying pass me the puck and he's walking in on the right side so you know I mean 
So he's creating his own kind of intensity. Yeah, I mean, you have to do that within the team or depending on what your team-like mentality is. So I think what you're saying is that uh, at this point in time that they really need to depend on their own uh, like competitive nature yeah. at this point. And just go with what they already know. And then build and on feed that. off it. Yeah. My man. My man. Yeah. There you go. What I, do you think, Daniel? If I can hear, too, the other thing that's going to be interesting about this is, like, the mental aspect of the game is a little bit different. Like, what you guys are saying about the uh, bring the intensity and it's going gonna, it's gonna to matter a lot and, like, your focus on the game is going to matter a lot why it's going to be harder for the veterans is they can't rely on the home crowd taking the young gun out of the game anymore. Yeah, that is, like, a good, that is a good so, point. So, like, whatever strategies they had to kind of get under this skin while we have two to four games with them in our home arena is kind of gone. And so, like, the younger players like Kale McCarr, like – that's a disadvantage to older veterans that you're playing against because they don't know how to use their home crowd to the only advantage they'd have over a superstar like that. And that's a very good point because there are a lot of like first, uh, first, first goes, uh, first player, like players with a lot. Yeah, like, like their first um, time being in the I'm playoffs. I'm sorry. Can you imagine Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl playing in Chicago on the Madhouse on Madison? compared to in Edmonton with nobody there like it's a different aspect so that's the kind of part of this series and and the playoffs that I'm very interested in watching because you can't have Claude Lemieux go after the guy you can't have no uh, no Marshawn like be his rat self in Boston these are big hits you know these these, like I'm not saying that at all I'm saying everybody needs to Chip in their top dollar and do what they need to sure. do. Well, yeah, but uh, for you don't, the team, you don't have the sway of the crowd after that's that. Right. When you know a home team gets a gigantic hit, and that's why you know, that's important. And, and 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 you, everybody here has been to a playoff game. Everybody who's listening, everybody who's played hockey has been in a playoff situation, mm-hmm. and that crowd is huge. And that is a very good point. Yep. Um, for me. Honestly, um, it's it's a little bit of everything, really. It's uh, I mean, it's definitely what uh, Ross said about just uh, a person's comp- compete level, which falls in with what uh, Keith was saying, is that they're here for a reason. So obviously, their compete level is huge. It comes down to business. Yeah, the yeah. and and the, and the biggest thing, uh, and, and then uh, what Daniel says is uh, staying composed. You know, I mean, obviously, yeah, you don't have these. Uh, you don't have these uh, screams from the fans or anything like that, and uh, so you have to keep your mind on the game. Yeah, it's, you have to keep your mind. It's on you the game. and your boys. It's yeah. up to you. Do your job. I hate Belichick, but that is basically what it comes down to. Yeah, I. You show up. You do your job. If not, your team. I think for yeah, yeah. and and but for these younger guys it's going to be easier to stay on your game compared to other years yeah oh totally so those people that relied on getting under the skin of those younger players are going to have to find a new way of doing that absolutely yeah totally and 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 that's what that's what that's that's uh taking me back to like stay on your game especially for the vets you know i mean the rookies can play the, the rookies can skate uh circles around these vets in some cases, 
but those vets got to stay on their game, you yeah. know? So it's going to come down to the fact that, like, oh, you haven't been in a playoff before. The whistles kind of go away on some of these penalties. They yeah. only call the retaliations. I'm going to... I'm going to test you on that. So Absolutely. that's where it's going to come down to. And, and that's, bo- that's a both-way street. I Turn think we've up. got somebody that's uh, guys, approaching we got a us. Guest coming up here. Look at this. Oh, check this out. Doing it live. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, so check this out. Come on over. Hop on, uh, on that mic over there, my friend. He had all three goals for Denver Concrete, including the GW course. <laughs> What's going on, my man? Yeah, can you hear us all right? Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. All right, let me... Uh, that mic's not... Uh, nah, he, I got him, I got him. So you'll have to introduce yourself, tell him where you're playing now. Okay. Make a little story on the way up. Okay. So we, we have, uh, like, this is first for uh, On the Bench with Beaks. Yeah. We, we've never had a drop-in interview. <laughs> so um, welcome to the show. Drop-in guy right here. Tell us about yourself. Let's get going. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, Tyler Paulson, and I'm from Arvada, Colorado. Uh, I grew up here, um, just played hockey with, you know, some of these guys on the other team and some, uh, most of the guys on my team. And uh, I play um, in the ECHL right now for uh, the Worcester Railers. Um, this is my third year coming up pro. So, Beauty. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to next year and, you know, just being able to get back on this ice right now is unbelievable after, you know, quarantine and the, this COVID stuff's really kind of hurt and everything so it's nice to get back into everything you know well absolutely uh let me uh let me go around the tables to uh introduce you uh the man right to your left right there in the ducks jersey he's uh ross moormeyer okay. hey how you doing we got keats lavish latvian over here what's going on my man yeah. and, and the man walking around here is daniel Beatty and uh and i am the titular beaks okay so beaks. um so beautiful um this is great this is uh, this is kind of like rapid fire so How'd you, uh, how'd you find out find out about Dog Nation, and uh, how'd you get into this? Um, one of my good buddies, uh, Joe Slavin, is, uh, he, he contacts me when to skate and uh, when he has things going on. Um, and we were just skating in top eight at Superior, and uh, he asked me if I wanted to come play in this. And, you know, I, I, I can't turn down ice. And then what I heard it was for and, you know, charity and all that good stuff. And, you know, for people, you know, who need the support and need the hockey community, and that's what it's all about. And I jumped right on it and said, of course, I'd love to play. Yeah. So. Oh, that, that's beautiful it. to hear. I, I mean, the it. hockey community. Yeah. That's kind of, uh, that, you know, that's kind of uh, what how we kind of started this podcast. So I don't know if you know much about us, but we love dealing with the different perspectives of, like, the game of hockey. Yeah. So we'd love to learn something new. Can you tell us about, you know, just, like, kind of your, uh, your travels through hockey and, what it like what it's done for you in like uh, in 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 just in life in general and uh you know just kind of break it down a little bit a uh, little bit deeper than what uh people kind of see on the outside yeah um um most of the guys that you see that are professional and stuff like that um a couple things that it taught me um growing up is when i uh i moved away when i was at a young age 15 years old so you know it was hard on my parents and it was you know it, it wasn't tough on me because i was like yeah yeah let's get out of here but <laughs> yeah but, but put and, the ice underneath exactly <laughs> and just and just you know let a kid be free but but in reality what it did was it helped me grow up as a person and learn you know things on my own to clean my plate and you know little things laundry and stuff that you know you learn at a young age to grow up oh yeah and be respectful of the families that you live with so nice but i think that was that was one of the biggest things for me uh, myself but then uh travels everywhere man i've been from kenai to boston kenai river alaska to boston to texas to you know toronto canada so it's just now, and what well, like what does that mean to you as i mean just like seeing different places all the time 
I mean, just like, uh, you know, obviously sometimes it might get a bit, a bit lonely, like out on the road all the time, yeah. maybe waking up in a place that you uh, you you weren't in last night. Yeah. Um, uh, what's What are the benefits of seeing all these different kind of places? Yeah, you, you get to experience a lot more. You got to be very thankful, too. I'm very thankful for being able to go to those places and have that opportunity, you know, because a lot of people like to travel and see those places. So for myself, it was really cool to, to experience that. And um like I said, when we said, um, you know, waking up in a weird place, that's what the hockey community is about and your teammates. So you wake up and you're with them or you're with the family and stuff. So it's never too bad. But Well, yeah, it almost correlates to kind of like, you know, the playoffs, especially yep. I'm going to, I'm going to bring that out just because, you know, we've got play, we got hockey back, yeah. you know, and we're, we're, we're in a dead spot where we're just playing playoffs. Yep. So it's almost kind of like, you know, uh, going down three games to one in a, like a seven game series. Yep. So that uh, does that kind of help with you? Kind of like think uh, you, you never know what kind of place you're gonna be in. Yep, it's because it, and then at one moment you could be at a home and be moved in in one place, and the next day you're going somewhere else, and you know, <laughs> like like snap of the fingers, you know, and you know. So it's just you gotta at a young age when you're in juniors and you stick around, you kind of learn to move a little bit here and there. So when you get to the pro level, it's uh, when you get snapped off in a trade, it's really not too harsh on the body and too hard on the mind so yeah for sure do you think that we're given some of the like do you think the players are adapting well to this whole bubble playoff situation do you think they're like oh this is like that tournament in Chilliwack where I was in the Holiday Inn for like a week and I was playing shinny between games and yeah I'm good I'm gonna put myself in that mindset yeah it, it it varies on the person but yeah this this bubble play this this change of um you're playing in one location with no fans there's there's so much going on that like everybody's kind of scrambled uh, so hopefully people are adapting if they're if they're not find someone that you can be around and hang <laughs> around i guess and get close to to help help you through things like that you know so and, and you know what's great actually we were just talking we were just talking about um what what would you do in that situation to, like uh you know you're you got no uh, cra- uh fans in the crowd how are you going to build your intensity? Yeah, like get energy. In, in, like in-game intensity. Like what do you think you would do in that situation? Like uh, always says that, get energy. Yeah, like get get your momentum going and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a – it kind of correlated to right here. We had a, we, even a few people in the stands and or like a camera. Like that was huge to me, like, you know, uh, to get back into that atmosphere. But the no fans and no cheering, I, I personally, I don't know how they're doing it. That's <laughs> something else. Like it's – I. I wish I could be in that spot to, to give my opinion on it, but it's, yeah. it's a little bit, I, I don't know how they're reacting. It's some, but if I were to build energy, I mean, it's just to play against those guys at such a high level. Like when you're playing, you know, for example, Troy Terry and Luka Savage and, and uh, Will Butcher and those guys are out here. Oh, yeah. So when you're playing against them, the level in, increases and you kind of reach your peak anyway. So I'm sure in that uh, mind frame of the NHL, they're, they're adapting a little bit, but they're probably happy to get back on the ice well, too. Yeah. You know? uh, I'll <laughs> so, be, <laughs> Well, thank you so much for yeah, sitting down yeah. and talking with us, man. Oh. I really appreciate it. We'll be cheering uh, for you this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, we hope to have you back on the show here real soon. But yeah, thank you so much for having me, and, and being, it's a pleasure to meet you guys. And be oh, yeah. Here, so. Have a great weekend. Um, if you talk to my uh, gal over here, we'll give you some uh, On the Bench with Beak stickers, too. Okay, yeah, please. Great, yeah. Thank cheers. you guys so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah cheers, cheers. Thanks thank so much, you. man. Yeah. All right. You guys, we got yeah, we'll do. Yeah, 
we got we got we got plenty of guests coming here. Here we go. This is this is the. All right, here we go. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, look at this guy. All right. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go. It's the first uh, uh, on podcast jersey signing <laughs> that we've ever had on on the Venture Beach. That's beautiful, bud. Not to be gauche or anything. Not to be gauche. I'm not going to. All right. So, uh, uh, if you want the headphones, if you don't, it's all right. Either way. So you can hear us better. Yeah. What's so, up, my man? So, Troy Terry, welcome to On the Bench with Beaks. I'm going to go. Um, I'm the titular character uh, On the Bench with Beaks. We've got Daniel over here. Hi, nice we got to meet you. Xander's right there. We've got your uh, super fan over here with Ross. So, um, we are absolutely honored to have you on. Uh, thank you so much for doing this with us, bud. Yeah, of course. It's an honor for me. It's a fun tournament to be a part of, and um, I'm excited to, to get the chance to talk with you guys. Absolutely, and so uh, like the thing about the thing about this tournament for you that I really want to touch on is that this is like a big just DU Pioneers reunion for you right now. Yeah, I mean we we, we our team's kind of all DU guys, and um, you know we we skate with each other all summer and and kind of play against each other, and this we we look forward to this because it's kind of our one opportunity to actually play together and play against other good teams and, and, and try to win a tournament for a good cause. So, Well, I mean, yeah, and a huge national championship. Congratulations <laughs> Thank on you. that, by the way. I mean, uh, no a, big few, deal. Uh, a little, a few years later, um, let me, uh, let me, let me skip forward to, uh, well, your NHL play now. I mean, obviously you've been uh, playing pretty hard uh, for Anaheim Ducks and then your good buddy, uh, Dylan Gambrell, Gambrell's playing up the, uh, up the highway from you yep. on San Jose. So how's, uh, how's the transition from college to the NHL in your eyes yeah it's a uh, it's a transition that's for sure it's a uh, it's it's little things that you kind of have to learn I've, I've learned through my whole career even going from youth to juniors to juniors to college everything you have to change I mean it's it's just evolving as a player and um, you know I, I noticed you know that the biggest thing in the NHL is, is playing away from the puck and and when you're on the walls, I think little things that you know hockey fans notice, but it's it's kind of hard to pick up on little details like winning your puck battles on the wall, and you know you're going against the best players in the world, and they've all got good sticks and and they're strong, and um, so it's hard. I, I've I've learned that I got to really be good on my details and that type of stuff, but um, you know I think it just comes with confidence. I think I'm starting to learn that you know I can't get away with everything I did in college, but but I still you know. I, if I have the confidence to try to make plays like that, I, I think um, that's when I have the most success. So that's kind of what I'm trying to work through right now. Uh, biggest thing is finding the open ice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, you're playing against good players, but you're also playing with good players. And, um, you know, just trying to, to get open. And, you know, if you get an open shot in the NHL, it's it's not like college where you can kind of, you know, you, you miss and you know another one's coming soon. And, yeah. Um, you know, you really got to be ready to shoot all the time because you don't give me opportunities to shoot. And if you find open space, you got to try to make the most of it. I know Ross is just dying to ask you a couple well, questions. And also with like uh, Corey Perry and yep. Ryan Getzlaff. I mean, you even got Cammy Fowler. Um, yeah, those guys are just top-notch guys, and they know where you're going to be. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Uh, you had to have learned a lot from them, yep. and grown as a player in the last like two or three years yeah I mean Corey Corey was a guy I was with my first year and um, you know he's 
I think each one of those players you said has got something different that I, le- I try to learn from. I mean, Corey is such a good natural goal scorer. And, um, and you know, I, I, I didn't know Corey before. You just see him as a player and, um, you know, he's kind of a little instigator out there and that type of stuff. And, just and a I was, little? Yeah, and, oh, I, and I, was I was blown away by how nice he was. He was an awesome guy. He's a true pro. And um, Cam Fowler, I actually lived at his house this year. So he, uh, I learned a lot from him as a player and, and just as a person. Um, but he's awesome. And, you know, obviously he's a defenseman, but you still just pick up on how professional he is and that type of stuff. And, yeah. and Getsy, like you said, is just the ultimate, ultimate captain, ultimate pro. And, um, I, I feel very fortunate because I do feel he's he's kind of gone out of his way to kind of take me under his wing and um, you know I've I've always if you guys have seen me play I've always kind of been more of a pass first guy and um, yeah. and sometimes I probably should shoot more and um, I think that explains Getzlaff pretty well he's probably the best one of the best passers of all time and, easily um, so you know I've had a bunch of conversations with him and he always goes out of my way out of his way to help me with that type of stuff so you know the, uh, the, just the fact that you know you, like you guys are both kind of a pass first guy does that uh, like just playing with Getzy, you know, knowing that he's a pass-first kind of guy, does that kind of bring you out of your shell to maybe shoot more? Yeah, it does. We we played together quite a bit. Um, I think our biggest problem was we didn't shoot the puck because neither of us really shoot the puck. But um, <laughs> we had the puck. We had the puck a lot. Uh, but I mean, it it is with Getz. You know, um, no matter where he is, no matter which way he's looking, no matter where you are, he knows where you are. So. Um, that was the biggest thing with him, just, just always being ready for it. Coming back to the bench, you know, Coach is just saying, you know, somebody's got to shoot the puck eventually. <laughs> yeah, there was a few of those conversations, actually. Absolutely. Uh, uh, let's let's get something from the peanut gallery here. Uh, I'm just curious, like, from what you said about trying to find space and then when you get the shot, you know, be ready to take it. Um, yep. And then also you're learning from the older vets. Is, has there ever, ever been an opportunity for you to be like, hey, guys, this is what I'm learning coming up through the ranks now, and this is what the younger guys are doing, and, like, here's a tip that I'm trying to give to you guys to give back the way that you're giving back to me? Yeah, I think, um, you know, as a young guy, I don't necessarily go out of my way. If I see something that I don't know if Ryan Getzloff did well, I don't know <laughs> if I'm really very comfortable telling him that, he, that Ryan Getzloff of 15 years needs to do something different. But Just I think his nose <laughs> like, and Come yeah, on, man. come on. Yeah, but, but, but they, they do. I mean, it, it's, it's a changing league all the time, and Getzloff's been in the league from back when you know it used to be even old-time hockey, like more physical, and the game's yeah. just changed. And, and he... You know, he, he's not one of those guys that's stubborn in his ways, and, and those type of guys will always kind of, I mean, trying to talk through it with us and, and kind of talk about what's what's changed and, and what works now. And, um, you know, we're always watching video of other teams, trying to pick up on other things other teams are doing. So it's it's uh, it's it's a changing league all the time, and um, it's a copycat league is, is what everyone says, and everyone's trying to learn from each other. Well, yeah, parody, parody, parody. And uh, I think one of the parodies that I think I've heard for the NHL is uh, you can always get better. So um, this is a question I want to ask you. Like, um, what uh, is there is there something that you plan on getting better on or just like uh, what, are you, what are you trying to focus like now, like at least being able to get back on the ice a little bit? And like what do you plan on, you know? just uh expand how do you plan on expanding your game at this point yeah um i think for me the biggest thing since i was 14 years old is just getting physically stronger and um i've come a long way i think i've gained like 
20 pounds in the last two years. I'm just You're trying. looking pretty beefy, bud. <laughs> that's, uh, honestly, away from, like, that's the best thing you could say to me. So thank you for that. You're and, so uh, welcome. You're uh, so welcome. But just like I talked about, you, you don't get many shots. And, and a lot of the, if you look in the NHL, so many of the goals are scored off the pass. You know, they, you don't catch the puck and, and mess around, massage it, and then shoot. I mean, the goalies are too good, so you got to be able to shoot off the pass. And that's something I've been working on. And um, also, just I, I found that you know I, I'm able to find space and and you know even beat a guy and and get to where I want to be on the ice. And I think I'm just trying to build my confidence that you know and when, when I'm playing with confidence and I beat a guy, I'm not just like oh my gosh I'm in the NHL. I beat a guy and just throw it on net. And instead, you know I beat a guy. I'm not just throwing it on net. I'm trying to go into the top that's corner right. or, or, or right. that type of stuff. And yeah. Um, you know, I think that's something a lot of players go through as, as, as coming into the league and just trying to get confidence. And, um, you know, I think the sport is so much about confidence. So that's kind of the, the main things. Oh, absolutely. And uh, we know you're a home, uh, hometown boy. How do you feel about, you know, you know the Colorado hockey making, uh, you know, a, a foundation based on helping injured hockey players and making a huge splash? Like, it, does that give you any sort of like pride or Absolutely. how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's such, Marty does such an amazing job and, um, you know, he's, he's a guy I talk to all throughout the year and um, he's truthfully just a guy that, that I idolize and I look up to and, um, you know, to be able to be a part of, of this tournament and, and knowing that I'm impacting someone's life for the better and, um, you know, hockey aside, I, you know, I came off the ice. I was pretty upset um, about what happened out there, and um, you know, as soon as I step off the ice, I just think about what we're doing here and what an amazing cause it is, and it, it's it's just an honor to be a part of. And um, you know, it's it's something that that I even if there was no charity or anything, this is a, a tournament I'd be excited for. And then when you add just how special and how amazing and how much we're helping people, it's just, it's just something that I truly look forward to even all year. Nice. Wonderful, man. Well, I think I can uh, speak for all of us to say that we are so excited to see you back on the ice in December. And fl flying that Anaheim Ducks uh, jersey, and we'll be cheering for you, back. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you, it. Thank you, I'll be cheering for you. I don't know about the rest. Of the, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I really do appreciate the jersey, though. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, uh, if you don't mind, uh, we uh, we have a little uh, tradition. Would you mind absolutely. signing our banner? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks so for having me, first of all. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. But I got I got one more question yeah, for you. Do you do you believe you should have deserved a penalty shot on that trip you got this last game? <laughs> I'm not a referee. I'm not gonna say that. I wasn't going to have a breakaway, but what I said, Alex Bates is one of my good friends on that team, and what I tell you I don't deserve is, is after I get tripped, I think he shot the puck in my, at my mouth. So I tell you, I didn't deserve that. I think I deserved no. a penalty shot of anything, not a puck. To <laughs> yeah, I don't deserve this in chicklets. But no, I, I mean, it's a game. I mean, no, I'm not gonna get too technical. <laughs> I'm okay. We have another game. I'll, I'll get there over you it. Go. So. I, I, we'll I, talk about go. it next yeah, time. Thanks, How thanks about that? Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all if you can't tell. Well, no, 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 no way. Well, thank you so much, Troy, and uh, good luck this tournament. Good luck in your career, Appreciate and uh, thank we you. really hope to talk to you soon, bud. Yep, awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Oh, thank you. Will Butcher, thank you so much Vegas, for you. being on on the bench with Beaks. I am the titular character, Beaks. We've got Keith Sanders, the lavish on, Latin. We've got Ross over here. 
How you doing, buddy? A ghost guy. Uh, so let's start it out already. Uh, congrats on the uh, previous NCAA championship, of course. Seriously, <laughs> that's a huge accomplishment. That's the first time I got to see you since. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so uh, Willie, like we've been talking about, just like different perspectives of hockey, and you've had an incredible career. You know going to DU, uh, winning the Hobie Baker, getting drafted by the Abs, and then, uh, uh, like, eventually signing with uh, New Jersey. Can you tell us, like, you know, the kind of wave of emotions that you, like, that you have gone through just all through that? Yeah, uh, it's a lot. I think it, uh, I think any hockey player can attest to, especially one that does a longer career, like, fortunately, uh, you know, it's ups and downs. It's, uh, you know, you win a national championship, then, you know, sign right away you're trying to figure out where you're going to be and uh you know it's it's up and down and just like any career it kind of bounces back and forth and just having the right mindset and attitude towards those types of things uh makes guys have long careers and um that's one of the key things i think as a, as a hockey player um, just going through it because life happens and obviously what we're going through right now and uh with the, uh you know the pandemic and everything is is something serious and something nobody plans for so you know it's it's stuff like that so um i mean expecting everybody and uh you know it's just like i said having the right mindset in life i think is huge for any person and i think uh actually playing hockey is uh is a huge uh like like a huge teacher of uh, yeah. of just like dealing with life anyways mm-hmm. you know um what do you think you've learned most from just playing hockey throughout the years I think it's just uh, being a good person. I think uh, when you're good to your teammates, it translates into your uh, everyday life. From you know, little kids that look up to you, to your parents, to you know, your friends, or when you go to school, and everything like that. I think uh, if you're a good teammate and you're you're a good person, it takes you a long way in life. And that's that's definitely one of the things my parents taught me when I was little. Especially you know, they always put me organized sports and uh, always be a good teammate. I think translates really well. That's and uh, so let's uh, let's jump ahead to like uh, New Jersey Devils. Yeah, it, uh, well, and I was it. gonna say like between the Avs and the Devils, mm-hmm. I mean, and also what you're saying that you have in respect for people and everything. Yeah. Those franchises are top notch. Yep. So they hold you to the highest standards. Yeah. Which I love. I mean, I love that. Yeah. I mean. Why wouldn't you do that with every single player mm-hmm. or every single franchise? I mm-hmm. mean, it's great to see that in the community, which is hockey. Yeah, I mean, no, agree. Or any sport. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great it's point. It's great to fact, just see that. Just I don't know. What do I want to say? Um, just expand hockey community. There you go. So you've uh, you've had a chance to play with a lot of really good, great players. Mm-hmm. I mean. Andy Green, uh, PK Subban came over just like a year after you. Yep. Uh, can you tell, uh, like, you know, just coming in as a young guy, uh, what kind of, you know, like, what kind of, uh, what kind of stuff have you learned from them? Yeah. Just in uh, like your short tenure at uh, in New Jersey. Yeah, that's a great uh, question. I think Andy Green's a perfect example. Um, he's a smaller guy like me, left-handed defenseman. Uh, plays kind of similar in the sense of he's a very smart player, breakout. Um, and he just he just sees that game really well, and I think that's one of the reasons why he's been in the league so long. He's played so many games. Yeah. Um, you know, I I learned a lot from him, and just like asking him and kind of like mirroring him in the sense of his routine, like what he does and um, how he essentially like is a pro, and uh, just learning those kind of like uh, intangible things like that are kind of minute to you know the personification of like how you go about being your job and how you like are a pro in hockey and I think 
he he does it one of the best I've ever seen. Um, so I've, I've given a lot of credit because I've stolen a couple of things from him, you know. And, How could you not? Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of guys have. So, you know, there's a reason he's been in the league for so long. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, then so on the other side, you know, you got P.K. Subban. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you, uh, are you, you uh, like – you guys are both kind of more like offensive defensive in a way. Yeah. Uh, do you almost see him more as a peer, or do you still see him as like somebody you can learn from? Oh no, somebody I can learn from. I mean, he won the Norris Trophy. Like he, he yeah, that's again, huge. yeah, he's been in the league a long time too, and uh, you know he's he's put up a ton of points, especially as offensive man. I think one thing that I need to start taking from him is how he shoots the puck um, a lot, and then he how he gets it off and how hard it is, and it's on net almost every time. And oh I think, my God, yeah, yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like his game is so good when he's you know taking that slap shot, taking that one timer, and uh, I think if I could take something from his game, it's definitely that like that he does something like that very well. One of the things I've noticed about him a lot is like it's like uh oh here's Subban with like a wide open big wind up slap shot, and it's like. I don't get to say that about a lot of other defensemen. And yeah. it's like, that's because he's creating a space for him to have that shot. Yeah. He's really fast off the puck, mm-hmm. I've noticed as well. So I've come to appreciate uh, at the pro level, like it's about how you can move to spaces without the puck. Yep. And I imagine you're learning some of that from these guys as oh, well. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, I think the guys are in the, in the professional leagues because they can think the game. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like what's going to give them the, you know, that second and a half to take a bigger windup when they shoot it, or what's going to give that second and a half to make a pass in the passing lane that might be there, you know, if he takes a stride here or there. And I think learning that and, like, uh, just getting confidence in doing that yeah. separates guys, especially even in the league that guys are playing, it separates the really good players from, you know, the guys that are just chill trying to fight and make a roster spot. And, and do you have guys out on the ice that you're recognizing, like, okay, I, I like to shoot low pad side because I know they like the rebound across the... Like, do you go to that level when you're trying to, like, figure out how to get the most points out of your uh, the players on the ice there yeah I think so I think it has a lot to do like you said like who's on the ice I think you look at the skill levels out there like who's can catch a pass in this area who is going to be thinking like I'm going to the net hard and who's going to be kind of like not laying back but kind of dropping back like expecting a pass on their tape like I think it's kind of uh, reading who you're out there with and being aware like self-conscious of like where you are in your spatial awareness and where you know the other guys on your team are and who they are too expanding your hockey iq is a good thing yeah Houston. Yeah. well and i can even imagine like if yeah. you're researching another player that yeah. gets drafted on your team you already know how they play yeah oh so you oh, can yeah. kind of pick that up a little bit with inklings and yep. then you are face to face with them yeah so. i think a big thing is we practice so much and we play so much i can tell you just by looking i don't even have to see who it is like if I see you guys stick, I yeah. know I know who it is. Yep. So that that helps out a lot, especially because it's so fast. Like yep. I can I can tell, or I can kind of tell just by like over here, like how the guy is skating or striding. Like guys yep. have unique things, like it hitches, and you see them so much that you know you know who that is going down that yep. way. Hockey oh. truly is a visceral sport. Yep. It's way um, too fast. It has to be automatic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Butchie, thank you so yeah, much guys. for doing no, this, but we would, uh, we would love to have you back on if you're ever willing yep. to. And uh, thank you so much for coming and doing the uh, tournament. Uh, we have a thing, uh, if you don't mind, yeah. sign in our banner. Of course. Well, uh, that'd be huge. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, guys. Hey, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You guys. We appreciate you, man. Wow, boys. We have had an incredible day. Our first day Not at Dog shabby. Bowl. 
I got to say, boys, uh, to close it out, uh, what, what are you guys' final comments, Daniel? You know, I've, I've never interviewed a pro before. I've watched games at ice level. I see the, the intricate stick work, but there's nothing that beats the insight of a pro on, on some questions. So to get those questions, to ask those questions. Especially uh, if they play huge. with other people, too. That's like yeah. the most, what they learn from another oh, yeah. player. That's the most amazing thing right there. Keats, what do you lo- like about this, man? What like? I mean, honestly, God, man, my favorite part was, um, I mean, we knew we knew we were going to get these guys, and we knew we were going to talk to them, but how fast it happened, mid-episode, the, boy, yeah, that, the, boy, that, the boys just showed up and just like, hey, here I am. Let's oh, talk. That, that's an on so, the bench with Beaks first. It's like a, like, you know, it was like, just great, man. Like just a, a, like a drop-in, rapid-fire kind of thing. Yep. It was just like, can I get a sound check? All right, let's just roll them on through. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if this is any indication what the week's going to be like, I'm fucking excited. Oh, absolutely. I am um, Yeah, I'm fucking stoked. It's going to be a great weekend, and we're excited Thank you to Tyler Paulson, Troy Terry, Will Butcher. Thank you to Dog Nation. Um, thank you to everybody who's listening. And uh, we'll see you next time on the bench. We got more stuff coming, tomorrow, guys. Tomorrow. Cheers. Tomorrow. Till next time. <laughs>